I'm Matthew Boudreau, and this is Dark Studio Secrets. In the darkest corners of our imaginations, the unspeakable lurks, waiting to be brought to life. Indeed, our minds are the playgrounds for horror, and the settings we create are the stage where our nightmares are performed. The role of the setting in horror writing cannot be overstated. It is the canvas upon which we paint our tales of terror and suspense. To create an atmosphere of suspense and dread, we must wield our words like a master painter, using detailed descriptions and sensory language to craft an environment that is as unsettling as it is immersive. The creaking of a floorboard in an empty house, the eerie silence of a moonlit forest, the chill of an unseen presence. These are the tools at our disposal. But remember, the key to effective horror is subtlety. It's the unknown, the unseen, that truly builds tension. The monster under the bed is always scarier when it remains unseen. Remember, it's not what you see, but what you don't see that truly terrifies. What is a nightmare without its monsters? What are shadows without their beasts? A chilling thought. Indeed, your antagonists, your monsters, are the beating heart of your horror tale. Crafting them requires a delicate balance. You want to make them terrifying but believable. They can't be omnipotent, invincible entities. They need weaknesses, vulnerabilities, something that makes them relatable yet spine-chilling. Reveal too much about them and your audience loses interest. Reveal too little and they become abstract, unengaging. So find that sweet spot where your audience knows just enough to be terrified, but not enough to feel safe. But here's the real kicker. Make your monsters a reflection of your protagonist's fears and weaknesses. Let them be the personification of everything your protagonist dreads. Because in horror, the greatest fear often comes from within. Your monsters are not just random creatures. They're manifestations of inner demons, personal nightmares. Your monsters are the embodiment of fear itself. Make them count. The ticking clock, the creaking floorboard, the sudden silence. These are the tools of suspense. Now imagine your listener, heart pounding, eyes wide, anticipating each new sound with a growing sense of dread. How do we achieve this? Through masterful pacing. Pacing is the rhythm of your story, the heartbeat that drives the narrative. It's about knowing when to sprint, when to jog, and when to pause for breath. A well-paced story keeps your reader on the edge of their seat, never quite sure what will happen next. But suspense isn't just about pacing, it's also about foreshadowing and misdirection. Foreshadowing is a hint of what's to come, a shadow in the corner of the reader's eye. Misdirection, on the other hand, is a magician's trick. It's leading your reader one way, then surprising them with a sudden turn. This creates a sense of unease, a feeling that something isn't quite right. Suspense is the lifeblood of horror. Let it flow freely through your story. In the realm of horror, perspective is everything. It's the lens through which we view the terror unfolding, and it can dramatically alter the impact of your story. Let's dive into this a little deeper. First-person perspective can make the horror feel more personal and immediate. It's like you're trapped in the protagonist's shoes, experiencing every chilling whisper and phantom touch firsthand. The fear is palpable, the terror inescapable. On the other hand, third-person point of view can create a sense of detachment and inevitability. It's like watching a nightmare unfold from a safe distance. 
but with the sinking feeling that there's nothing you can do to stop it, the dread becomes almost unbearable. And then we have the unreliable narrators, the ones who play with our minds, casting shadows of uncertainty and doubt. Are they seeing ghosts? Or going mad? The ambiguity only adds to the spine-tingling suspense. With the right perspective, every shadow can become a monster. A horror story is like a nightmare. It must end, but how? Drawing the curtains on your tale of terror is no small task. A satisfying conclusion can be the cherry on top of your nightmarish Sunday. You've built tension, introduced monsters, and played with perspective. Now it's time to tie it all together. Resolution is important. Of course, it gives your listeners a sense of completion. A moment to breathe. But remember, it's horror. You don't want them to sleep too comfortably, do you? So don't be afraid to dabble in the art of ambiguity. Leave some questions unanswered, some mysteries unsolved. This can make your story stick in their minds, haunting them long after they've heard your show. Twist endings can be the final jolt, the last gasp of horror that leaves your listeners stunned. But beware. A twist without proper foreshadowing can feel cheap, so sprinkle clues subtly throughout your story. In the end, the best horror stories are the ones that linger long after the last page has been turned. They are the ones that become part of our dreams, even as we sleep. And more often than not, they are the ones that have us waking up in cold sweats and bellowing into the darkness. I'm Matthew Boudreau with 11th Hour Audio Productions. Are you a horror script writer with a passion for creating spine-chilling scenes that will leave audiences on the edge of their seats? Join us for the 11th Hour Audio Challenge and let your imagination run wild. Showcase your talent and create a scene that will haunt listeners for years to come. Join us this October at www.11thhouraudio.com audio hyphen challenge. Music by Andreas Wall from Pixabay.